We are stoned and that's okay. So why don't you just stay? Sit back and listen. You don't know what you're missing. It's talking stone while getting sports. Well, well, welcome, fellow humans. You are listening to Talking Stone while getting sports with your host, Morgan and Austin. It's episode 30, recording on Sunday night. How's it going, buddy? It's going pretty good. Uh, we made it to 30. That's that's kind of cool. That's a nice round number. Yeah. I mean, if you, you can divide by 15, you can divide by 10, you can divide by 5. Well, good thing this isn't a math podcast because that's boring as shit. Um, I'm doing good. Uh, the weather's been a little crazy. We got a big old dump of snow. Cool. Are you dealing with minus 50 like I am over here? Oh, sure not. No, no. Because I'll take the snow. Yeah, no, I wasn't complaining. I've been, I've been loving the snow. Uh, fiance and I've been out playing in the snow and making snowballs and like making all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Doing sledding down a hills because you got a bunch of bc i'm sure so uh well we we're gonna but then we remembered that we're old and uh we smoked a joint instead i mean that seems reasonable i think so um yeah i really haven't been doing much because when it's minus 40 without the wind chill you really don't want to do much so nothing outside at least I've just been grateful enough. My car's been starting every day and been able to get me to work and back. And other than that, God bless block eaters, right? Except for I don't have one. So, holy shit. Wow. That you're a lucky motherfucker. <laughs> Everyone that I know that's had a block eaters had trouble. So, okay. Well, then I don't know. I guess never mind. Fuck block eaters. All right. Moving on. <laughs> Let's move on to something a little bit more interesting, basically, because it doesn't really involve us. Cool truth. Um, first part it kind of does because plugs. Um, might as well get all the way you can reach me at Caption Morgan Two. Um, you can reach the uh the show, the podcast, whatever we're doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> You can reach that at Podstone, and then I'm sure Austin probably has a couple plugs for you if you guys want to listen. Oh, yeah. So we got at Fitz D. Fitzgerald on Twitter. That's me, you motherfucker. Um, we also <laughs> have an Instagram account now. Guess what? It's fucking, well, it's okay. It's not great yet because there's not a lot of content on there yet. But once I learn how to edit properly, it's going to be great. We're going to put clips on there. It's going to be fantastic. I'm very high energy right now. I don't know why. Um, I like it. So am I. I'm ready to do this. Something else I've done is, um, yeah, so I did something kind of neat. So the Instagram is TSWGS pod. So talking stone while getting sports pod. Um, what I've done is some of you may know what link tree is. So it's basically a place where you can put all your links to something. So I made a link tree so that on our official Twitter account, if you go 
to the Appod Stone Twitter account and go to the profile, there is a link that you can click on that will direct you to the Google Podcast link, the Spotify Podcast link, the Pocket Cast Podcast link, the Twitter link, and the Instagram link. So um, it's all kind of in one place. It makes it nice and easy. And uh, yeah. Well, holy shit. I'm you're doing all this because I can barely figure out how to make myself a Twitter account. So, <laughs> But you did it, buddy. You did it. I did it. You have a Twitter. I have a Twitter. All right, let's get let's get to it. We got we got lots to talk about today. I think. Yeah, because this is actually going to be. Well, I'm considering the CFL free agency. It's going to be highly packed, full of CFL with a little bit of NHL wrinkle on top. Just keep it Austin interested <laughs> a little bit more. <laughs> It's no, important, but also money. keep me interested because. Oh. oh, sorry. Um, I was just going to say also to keep me interested as well because a couple of things came to my attention in the last couple of days that I want to talk about. So we're going to talk about it. Let's talk about it. We'll talk about it. Hey, you know what? We're talking already, so let's just talk about it. All right. Well, let's talk about the Penguins hiring couple interesting characters to say the least yep um i'm sure you know a lot about this so i'll just go real quick and then you can tell me where i fucked up so we got ron hextall and that name i love my goalies and he is him and Patrick Qua had some of the best goalie fights, in my memory at least. Um, I wasn't alive when they happened, but, you know, technology showed me. And I know being a Calgary Flames fan with Brian Burke, um, he was a character with Toronto. He was a character with Calgary. He was a character on the... Uh, Sportsnet, the segment who's doing to the point. Um, yeah, I, I can't wait to see what these two people can do, these two guys can do together to create something again in Pittsburgh, really. Because, um, yeah, Brian Burke, he's going to be the, uh, what is it, the, President of uh, of hockey ops, I believe. Yeah, post Yeah, something they basically created a position for him. President of hockey operations. There we go. Um, yeah, and then Ron Hextall is going to be the eleventh GM for the Penguins. Um. So it really sounds like Ron Hextall is really going to just be learning underneath um, Brian Burke just because he's done uh, it so much. Yes and no, but Hextall yeah. has already been a GM. True. Um, I don't know. I just think that duo 
it could only I, I don't know I think it could work well and so with uh, with Burke um, you were talking about his time with the Flames and you know he was both president and GM at different times for the Canucks and uh, he was the guy who put together the trade to get the Sedins for the Canucks so the dude knows how to make a trade. Uh, he knows how to, you know, make moves. And I think Hextall and him together can do a lot of good. Um, they're taking over a situation that isn't great. Pittsburgh is, I would say, on the decline. Um, and that's nothing against them. They still have very good players. But at a certain point, you got to realize, you know, it might be time to shake things up you know and like we mentioned a few episodes ago um i threw out the whole maybe cross will get traded if anyone's going to do it these two guys would be the guys to do it i still don't see it being crosby though i still don't see it being crosby if anybody it would be malkin i think or latang even that that would be quite the shake up and oh yeah these these two guys, that's right up their alley, really. Oh, totally. They're not scared. Well, and so the interesting thing too about uh, Brian Burke in Pittsburgh is that he has been on the record as to say, because people talk about the quote unquote Pittsburgh model, um, but he thought that was a bunch of bullshit because the way they got Crosby was essentially everyone had an equal chance because there had been no season, there was a lockout. So everyone had an equal chance of getting the first overall pick and Pittsburgh ended up getting it. And they got Crosby who ended up being one of the best players of this generation. Yeah. He so ended up being Crosby. That's not really a model you can get behind. That's so much as pure luck. Mm-hmm. Right. And I don't think Brian Burke is a, is a luck guy. You know, he he earns it. He wants to make it happen. He doesn't wait for it to happen. He, he makes it happen. Yeah, so we might see some moves, other moves from Penguins as, as soon as you know Brian Burke and Ron Hextall. I can see it. I can see it for sure. But like especially at the trade deadline, um, I can really see them start making some moves. Back. Especially if if Pittsburgh is not in a playoff position as of um, the trade deadline, well, I think they make some big moves. Yeah, right now they're sitting at fifth. So I know. So we'll four. see. We'll see how they're doing then, because I know Pittsburgh usually cranks it up closer to playoffs. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, regardless, should be interesting. Something else. Speaking of interesting, that really caught my eye. That we've noticed a bunch of um, cancellations and rescheduling in the American uh, leagues in the NHL. We had our first Canadian scare between the Oilers and Can- Montreal Canadiens game. It happened to be postponed something like an hour. The reason why I want to talk about that, this is it kind of, in my mind, made me think that maybe they're, Start, starting to run into a bit of crunch and trying to minimize how many games that they're possibly postponing. Because none of the other games they 
postponed for an hour. They just straight up canceled. And I kind of feel like maybe they're at their max of how many games they're hoping to cancel in the season. What do you think? Yeah, no, it's um, it's I I was definitely I thought it was weird too because it's not normal that it's delayed and then still played as opposed to just canceled lately. So I don't know if they deemed that it was good, then it's good to go, right? So I don't know. It's uh, it's a weird situation. Yeah, it's definitely strange, and it's definitely something keep an eye on if there's if they start just postponing more stuff versus actually start canceling. I also noticed, I don't know if it was all games, but in the, well, Calgary and Canucks game on, well, yesterday and Saturday, I noticed that they're all wearing, it looked like more proper masks. Yeah. Like they're, you know, team masks. So, I, I'm not sure if all teams are doing that or if it's just those two or what, but I didn't really notice. That's also something that caught my eye as well that they're trying, probably trying to crack down on a little bit more, I guess. I would, I would assume so, yeah. But do you have any other uh, – uh, hockey news before we move on to the good old CFL free agency that's a weekend. Uh, last hockey news I have is um, as long as my opponent doesn't have a crazy night tonight, I'm going to win another matchup in my fantasy league and be tied for first. Wow. Congrats. So I'm basically an insider and an expert on all sports forever and ever. All right, let's uh, get to CFL. <laughs> we'll see about that once I actually have a CFL season to start. Fair point. Talking about here. All right. You got me there. But speaking of which, we got some CFL free agency. It has me really excited. I'm also not trying to get my hopes up too much. It's at least I got something to talk about. I'm excited. I'm probably going to ramble on. So if Austin wants to stop me at any point and just jump in and make me shut the fuck up. I might take a bong rip at some point because we're not going to do uh, talking or uh, our segment. Joke or joke. I guess I forgot I mentioned that up on the top, but that's right. Yes. Um, yeah, aim point. If you just want to drown me out, just start talking. I'm fine with that. I'll keep talking. But we're going to start in the east, work our way west. Let's get to it. So we're off the bat. We got Toronto Argonauts. We'll also point out real quick that some of the stuff will be repeat of previous episodes of what I've already talked about with like re-signings and extensions, but I thought I'd just throw it on here. Anyway, so we got Toronto Ar- Argonauts. We got extension. 
right off the bat, we got O-line, Darius Bladick. That's going to be a great O-line for them. Like, I believe he plays left guard. They also got defensive back Matthew Botain. Another defenseman. man. They got linebacker Bo... Oh, you guys know I suck at names. <laughs> um, I got Bo Loco... No bow. I I'm not even linebacker bow. We'll just go with that. We got defensive tackle. <clears throat> no, you, uh, Drake Neville. Sorry, you cut out there for about ten seconds. Yeah, well, probably about five seconds. I couldn't hear anything you were saying. Oh, that works. I will just backtrack a little bit. We got linebacker bow local. I, I can't even pronounce his last name. L-O-K-O-M-B-O. Maybe Austin can help me out with that last name. Lacombo. That sounds right. There you go. Bo Lacombo. I like that name. It flows nicely. We got defensive tackle. These are, again, all extensions. I'm just going through these ones quick because... They're mostly all repeats. Defensive tackle, Drake Nevis. And wide receiver, Levi Knoll. All those guys were on Toronto's roster in 2019. Um, yeah, and they all extended them. I'm not surprised by that. It really seems like that Toronto is going all out, which is kind of weird, which team – because teams were like um, suggested to go just spend at the cap floor. Um, everyone seems to be doing that for the most part, except for Toronto. So they got MLS money back them up. So I guess this is what you got to work with. And then actual free agents that they signed either within that one week window that's a new window where teams are allowed to talk to other players from other teams or since February 9th when free agency opened. We got a four-time sack leader at the age of 37 who used to play for the Riders before that, he played for Calgary Tempeters. Now, he's playing the East for Toronto. Charleston Hughes, D Lyman. Basically, what it came down to with um, him and the Riders is, from what I heard, is it really came down to $15,000. But, I mean, you can't just be paying everyone $15,000 in a cap-friendly world because it eventually starts to add up as I'm sure Austin's well aware. Oh, totally. Um, but they're just, Toronto's just going to keep starting to get looking better on paper because as we go down the list, we got running back John White who's he can get a hundred yards game, no problem. 
Um, he's a thousand yard running back. We got Eric Rogers, um, who was traded from Calgary. He's now signed with Toronto. He's a great receiver, although he does he is injury prone in any sport. You don't want that. Like he's recently coming off of a torn ACL, so that's not a small injury whatsoever. Oh, that's rough. Excuse me, I just had to take a quick little sip. I've been rambling on quite a lot here. <laughs> um, I'm all right with that because it's all CFL news and we're still in Toronto. But it will pick up here because Toronto really just cleaned up the free agency. Um, we got – he'll most likely be the backup quarterback, um, Antonio Pipkin. Because as we I talked about, what was it, two episodes ago, that weird where they released Matt Nichols, Toronto did. Ottawa released Nick Arbuckle. The team switched quarterbacks. So as we know, Nick Arbuckle is also with Toronto. So I'm sure in train camp they'll have some type of competition, but I'll be very surprised if Nick Arbuckle doesn't get the starting job just with what his contract is. Yeah, It's also weird because he's only – started nine games ever and he already has like a starters type of contract um very small sample size it was with calgary but i'm sure if i was a quarterback in calgary i'd probably look pretty good too <laughs> probably yeah it's kind of their system that they have unfortunately um Another guy that they got when they got Eric Rogers from Calgary, old lineman Cody Speller. Um, he's a younger guy. He's really good at keeping Bo Levi basically untouched, or at least one of the guys. Um, he's used to also protecting Nick Arbuckle, so that can always benefit too. Yeah. So. Nick Arbuckle is going to be playing with his old quarterback coach or for his old quarterback coach, Ryan Dimwitty, who's now the head coach in Toronto. So it's kind of, I hate to say it, but Toronto, I'll be very, very surprised if they're not fighting Hamilton really for the top spot in the East. And big of Hamilton. That's the next team. You guys get the pleasure of hearing me rambling on for a bit. Toronto really was our long one, so we'll pick up a little bit here. So, again, we got the Hamilton Tiger Cats with their head coach, Orlando Steinhauer. They were top of the East in 2019. I expect them to be fighting for that spot. Like I said, with Toronto, it's going to be a really competitive East this season, so I'm really excited for that. Um, Because they basically kept 
they're very one of the quieter teams in the free agency because they just re-sign most of their players. Players like Jacqueline, uh, sorry, Jalen Acklin, who's a wide receiver. Another wide receiver, Brandon Banks, also known as BDB. He's duply quick. He can also return like crazy. Um, he can turn a five-yard throw into a hundred-yard touchdown in no time. So having him back is a bonus. I really wish he was playing for the Riders, to be honest. Um, we got they also have running back Don Jackson, which is a huge get. I believe they got him or in free agency in 2020, and now they extended him. Again, some of this is going to be repeat. They still have quarterback. They extend quarterback Jeremiah Mazzoli. I know I mentioned him before. He's a really good quarterback. He's going to be fighting for a starting job with Don Evans, which is weird to say because Don Evans is still on a rookie contract. So uh, They also got a wide receiver, Devere Posey, which is a huge re-signing for them. Another couple more huge ones, and then we're basically moving on to a new team. Running back, Sean Thomas Erlington, wide receiver Marcus Tucker, and defense back slash returner Frankie Williams. All three of those players can be utilized like crazy in an an offense. They can play well. Sean Thomas Erlington, he can take the ball from the backfield. He can catch it. He can get 200 yards in a night if he turns it up. Like, it, unfortunately, in 2019, he did suffer from pretty serious leg injury. So, although he had a full year to recover from that, so that kind of benefits him, I think. So, it'll be real interesting to see what he does with this time off and Couple res- or not resigns free agency signings for Hamilton is defense back uh, Deontay Evans and also linebacker Devon Santos Knox. Those two guys are great as their defense. That was probably their one weak point in their entire team because they have the offense that's set up. Do you have anything to add at this point here? Mr. No, I'm just, I'm just listening to your beautiful voice serenade me. Awesome. Well, you get good old baked over there. Yeah. I like it. Well, we might as well move on to Montreal so I don't put Austin to sleep here. Um, I'm trying to hurry up so we can get to our favorite team, Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan here. But fortunately, I did save best for last, but we'll see how that goes. Anyways, we got 
couple little extensions that I want to re-mention. Defense back, Ty Cranston. Wide receiver, B.J. Cunningham. Defense back, Tyquan Glass. Wide receiver, Iguan Lewis. Wide receiver, Norman Roosevelt. I'm beautiful with his names, I tell you. Yeah, um, offense lineman, Landon Rice. I yeah. got that name. And I'll also get this last name, quarterback Matt Schiltz. Those guys, they basically, Montreal basically had to keep their key on their offense. There's only two defensive guys, which they're also those defense back were their top two defense backs in 2019. So you got to stop people from scoring. So that's key to have. I'm not a football genius. Like Austin apparently is a genius in everything. But you know it. I'm, I'm pretty sure you need someone to stop the ball. And speaking of which, they did pick a few people up in free agency. A few defensive players. Defensive back, Chris Aki. He's, again, a really great defensive back. So with him, Ty Cranston and Tyquan Glass, those three guys, I'm not going to enjoy watching riders go into Montreal or vice versa and play against each other because – I wouldn't want to be a quarterback starting against those three guys. They also got defensive lineman Michael Wakefield. I believe he came from Winnipeg. This part part of when they won the Great Cup in 2019. So he has some Great Cup experience that can only benefit Montreal. He's also you know, played in CFL f- for four years, so that benefits them as well. He has a little bit of veteran experience. Um, and last for Montreal, Patrick Levels. I love that name. Um, I can level with it. That's a terrible joke, but I'm going to go with it. Um, we got. He's a wide receiver, and just based on Austin's little chuckle there, I can tell you it is time to move on. Pretend that joke didn't even happen. <laughs> so I toss my, I, I toss my high tech paper off to the side, take a little sip of my delicious iced tea. Beautiful, and now we are moving on to the last team in the East. Ottawa Red Blacks. Really not much to say. What we got? Paul LaPolice. They extended Anthony Coombs, Dominic Davis. I don't normally talk about kickers, but they really don't have much else. I don't expect them. I say it right now, 3-15. If they play a full 18-game season, I don't see them winning more than three games, if they're lucky. But kicker, Lewis Ward, he broke some records as consecutive field goals. He's a really great kicker. It 
that's basically where they get most of their points. So it's good to have them back, I guess. That might change, possibly not, because now they also only have quarterback Matt Nichols with the backup quarterback, Dominic Davis. So who knows? I'm sure Polak Police might come up with something, although he did fail once as a head coach before. So I, I'm not – I'm sorry for if we had at all anyone listening for Ottawa. I really have zero hope <laughs> in that team in the East. Um, anything to add about any of the Eastern teams here before we move on to the more exciting, in my mind at least, Western teams? Let's get to it. Get right on to it. Oh, we're moving around along not too shabby here. Let's keep it moving. Hopefully I haven't put you guys to sleep quite yet. Um, we got with the Edmonton football team, some more ex- extensions real quick. D-liming to walk you, Botain, wide receiver, Greg Ellison. Another wide receiver, Kevin Elliott. Old lineman, Sir Vincent Rogers. Another wide receiver, Shakir Ryan. And running back, Terry Williams. They really, really shored up their offense. They also have Trevor Harris as their quarterback. Jamie Alzondo, though, he's a defensive mind. Um, although I sure like with uh, like I said, Trevor Harris, he's he has some weapons. He has Greg Ellenson, which is a great wide receiver, along with Shakir Ryan, who's also great. And then you have Kevin Elliott as the third guy, and then. The running backs that they've signed in free agency that happen to actually come out of retirement, James Wilder Jr. Um, although in Toronto, he had one great year, and that was his rookie year, um, which I believe got rookie of the year that year. Um, but then after that, he just really hasn't produce much, hence why he retired early. I believe at one point he was going to become a wrestler. I don't know if he's still wanting to do that. I guess he's going to keep running the football. Um, I was really surprised about hearing this guy come Retirement. What do you have to say about? Do you have anything to say about a running back that all of a sudden comes out of retirement and signs with another team when he wasn't producing in the first place? I mean, I guess take a chance on a guy, but um, I don't know. I guess we'll see how it works out. I guess, uh, yeah. Beautiful. Um, I love your input. You're welcome. I like it. Tell, clearly, we I'm got... a CFL insider. 
clearly out. We're right on our game. We're moving along nicely because we also got the linebacker, Kevin Brown. Again, he's a, another real solid linebacker. He's not necessarily like your top guys that, like, for example, Cameron Judge, who is Canadian. He's still available in free agency, actually. He's trying out in the NFL. I don't blame him, but. He, like, this Kevin Brown guy, real solid. I know Edmonton's been struggling in the defensive side of things in the past. So, as much as I hate them, I'm sure this will help them. So, I just want to move on so I can get through it. These next uh, couple teams are going, it's going to really be a struggle for me but I have to do it so I can get to Saskatchewan here. Um, you got this, buddy. Let's just do it quick so I can tear off like a band-aid. We got Calgary, Sam Peters, wide receiver. I, I hate that Bo Levi has some targets to throw to, but he does. He has, again, extended Markeith Ambles, defensive back, Brandon Dozer, I guess he's not going to be throwing to him, but still a good guy to have. Someone who Bo will be throwing to is wide receiver Kamara Jordan, and we're switching back over onto the defensive side of things. Another defensive back, Richard Leonard. They did get one kind of key piece since they did lose Nick Arbuckle in 2019 to Ottawa, and now he's part of Toronto. They now have a Canadian quarterback, Michael O'Connor. For this kid, I believe that it'll be a great fit because he'll be watching underneath Dave Dickinson, who's a quarterback guru, Bo Levi. Um, this is going to be great for him because at some point, Bo Levi, he's not going to be playing forever. He, he barely gets touched, so he could potentially pull like a Brady and pull be playing until he's 50 billion. Who knows? But at some point, you're going to have to find your next quarterback, and it would really be awesome if actually Calgary could turn Michael O'Connor who came from Toronto as a decent quarterback, if not an all-star quarterback. We don't really get the pleasure of seeing very many Canadian quarterbacks in the league that really do much. Um, the Riders had one that was Brandon Bridge, and we all know how that turned out. He's not out of the league. He is playing on being cough, but he doesn't play football anymore. So I really don't want to talk too much more about Calgary because it pains me dearly, but I really want to see Michael Connor succeed, just not against the Riders. That's all I got to say. Actually, that'll work for me. Calgary can produce him just. Get his skills up nice and high, and then we'll 
get him on a trade somehow. That'll work for me. But moving on to one of my least favorite teams. I'm sure you guys can hear that lovely technological paper over here. <laughs> but we got the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. They extended some people. I'll go through it again quick because I really don't want them to succeed, really, because I really despise them. But they were very quiet in free agency, so this is going to be real quick. They re-signed slash extended defensive back Brandon Alexander, D-Lyman, Oh, boy, we got a great first name. This is where Austin comes in. I'm not even going to attempt it, but it's O-L-U-W-A-T-O-B-I. But his last name's Antigua. I don't think we have to even say it. No, I... I'm, I'm not even going to attempt not that. Even gonna, no, but I, his last name is Antigua. He's a D lineman. He used to play for Riders. I know he's decent D lineman. He won the Great Cup with Winnipeg in 2019. Well, all these guys did. They still have the best lineman probably in the league, Stanley Bryant. Wide receiver Nick Dembski. The best running back, Andrew Harris. I'm sure Austin's heard that name plenty of times. Once or twice. And then, they also unfortunately have D Lyman, Jackson Jeffcoat, and wide receiver Kenny Lauer. Um, They really didn't pick up really anyone in free agency. Like, I'm not, I didn't notch down every single. Player, just what caught my eye, and nothing really caught my eye. They just, you know, they won the Great Cup. Why not just try and resign all the players that you try to, that you won a Great Cup with? Makes sense to repeat. me. Makes sense. Makes sense to me too. That's exactly what I was going to say. Great minds think alike. Yeah, so do ours. But, well, that, that's kind of what I was getting at, but I. I like it. <laughs> we'll move on to BC. Um, the BC Lions, as the head coach, Ryan Campbell, who's also part GM, is also the defensive coordinator. But they did also extend some people. Like everyone, that's basically been the theme. This free agency really hasn't been that exciting. There's really only a couple teams, Toronto and Saskatchewan Rough Riders. So we're going to get to them real quick here right after BC. And we got quarterback Will Arnett. We got wide receiver. They re-signed Brian Burnham. That one was actually getting really close down to the wire. Um, I really hope they didn't re-sign him. So... The riders have a shot at a guy like Brian Burnham because he is 
if not the best, he's definitely up there as wide receiver. He's great. His hands are like magnets to the ball. I don't know how he catches all, but he does. Linebacker Sean Davis. Wide receiver Shaq Johnson. Running back Chris Rainey. And wide wide receiver Dominic Ryan. Mike Riley has some crazy targets to throw the ball to. If he can actually stay upright this year. In 2019, I like he was looking upwards more than he was looking forwards. Um, I don't know how he survived this long, but he has another target to throw to. Lucky Whitehead. He was with Winnipeg in 2020. He was playing in the NFL a little bit. He's a guy that can, again, he's quick, 50, He'll be able to spread the field like crazy with Mike Riley. He'll give Mike Riley all types of options. Um, they also beefed up their running core a little bit more with running back Shaq Cooper. He used to play for the Edmonton football team behind C.J. Gable. I know in 2019 he got in a few, few games and he flourished. That's a great draft for BC, unfortunately. Um, so, yeah, Mike Riley has Brian Burnham, uh, Dominic Rhymes, and Shaq Johnson, who's also Canadian. That's all, like, his top three targets. So, I'm only teams I really think are all kind of set up properly this year. There's only going to be one team that's going to be at the bottom of the pack in my mind that's probably going to be Ottawa. But I save best for the last. Austin might actually, you know, listen for this one a little bit hey more now. closely. Because <laughs> I'm talking about the best team in the CFL. Well, I know about them. They they are the best. They are the best, and there's in the day that goes by where I don't wear something green. Ah. Sorry, my mouth is getting a little dry with all this rambling on, but this is the last (laughs) But we got a little bit of hair because they were actually quite busy in free agency. Again, I'm just going to go through the extensions real quick. Defensive back, Mike Edom. Wide receiver, Shaq Evans. Quarterback, James Franklin. Defensive back, Ed Ganey. Another defensive back, Nick Marshall. Another defensive back, best name ever, LJ McCray. That is a name I can actually pronounce quite easily. Um... And I, I love it. He was great in 2019. I'm excited to see what he'll do in 2021. Um, we also got wide receiver Kyrene Moore, 
also known as Swerve. He's another guy that's agile and can make people miss like crazy. Running back William Powell, who's actually only getting paid, I believe, something like $85,000 a season. So that's very, very friendly. That's not bad at all. Getting a top three running back at a below veteran, basically veteran minimum price, like, I'll take that any day of the week. They also got linebacker Micah Tight, wide receiver Jordan Williams Lambert. So last their extensions, they did do a cool couple things in free agency. Something that really stuck out to me because they did release, like I said, um, Charleston Hughes, who got picked up by Toronto. They now brought back the defensive tackle, Micah Johnson. Oh, nice. Who did? Yeah, like he signed with BC in 2019. Obviously, he didn't play any games yeah. in 2020. Now he's back. Beautiful. So I'm quite excited for that. Um, they also sign twins. Um, I played badminton against twins in, back in high school before, and I'm still haunted by the creepiness. So I'm excited to have twins as the riders because maybe other teams will be haunted by them. But that's Justin Reed Herd- Herdman and Jordan Herdman. They're both linebackers. They played together in high school. They played together in college. Four years into their CFL career, they're finally getting to play together in the CFL. They're great special team players. Um, they're decent linebackers, so they'll they'll be great fit because they also the Riders also lost uh, Sal Aluminian. He retired out of blue, which kind of caught me off guard, but I guess he has lots going on being the president of the CFL PA. And with COVID and everything going on, he has so much work to do. So might as well focus on one job, which he had like 11 years in CFL, so more power to him. I'm sure he's going to do great things as, as, as the president of the PA, but back on track, we're almost done. You guys can almost turn off and stop listening to me if you have no, to. No, once you're done listening to this one, go listen to the NHL free agency one. If you to balance it out, right? Because I talk tons on that one, so you get the balance. Yeah, it'll be great, it'll be perfect, it'll be like two hours of our voice. So basically like our podcast, but in separate podcasts. Yeah, it'll, I'm sure it'd be torture. Hey, if you're trying to punish someone, maybe you can do that, I guess. No, just start listening to all our, put all our podcasts on a loop. 
because A, it'll give us more listens, and B, it'll absolutely drive them insane. Yeah, it's a win-win for us. We really don't care how we, we get really listens. But, again, if anyone besides crickets are listening to this, I just got to, what is it, just two more free agent signings. Because this all really happened on the first couple days, and it really just slowed down. I really don't expect much coming up. So moving on, like next episode, we'll be back to regular Spartan news. But we got the riders got O lineman Evan Johnson. He's a good, solid O lineman. I'm really happy about that signing. Also got, which I'm also really excited to see, linebacker Larry Dean. Um, I'm sure as Ryder fans with a name like that, we're going to come up with some interesting nicknames. Maybe like Dean the Mean Machine. Something like that. I don't know. We'll come up with something lame like that because we're prairie folks and we got nothing else. Uh, to I don't do, know about so. you, but I ain't a prairie right. folk right now. You sure tell them what like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but I know what I'm finally done talking about, and that's the CFL. Yeah, we made it through. Mr. Austin, we made it through. Do you have anything to talk about? Anything to add while I take one last bon rip at the end of the show here? While you do so. Say anything you yeah. want to say. Um, I did actually have something, one more thing for um, hockey, actually, just to bring it back. So there was a trade the other day, uh, yesterday or the day before, uh, and I just wanted to talk about it a little bit. Um, I'm just trying to find the exact trade just to get all the details. I know Galchenyuk, who just signed a deal in Ottawa, has been traded to Carolina. Um, I'm trying to... Oh, my goodness. I can't find the rest of the details. Oh, here we go. Speaking I got of it. Ottawa... I got oh, perfect. So, Ryan Dezingle, who used to play for Ottawa and then was traded to Columbus and then signed in Carolina, has been traded back to Ottawa for Gal- Galchenyuk, who Ottawa just signed. And also Cedric Paquette, who they just signed. So Alex Galchenyuk has been on like six teams since he was drafted in the first round, and I don't, I don't, I just, I hope Galchenyuk finds some success because he was supposed to be very good, and he just has not been a hit anywhere he's played. Yeah, and it really doesn't surprise me that Ottawa's trying anything they can to. Although they did beat Winnipeg the other night. Yeah, Ottawa is a mess, though. But they're, I mean, they're, that's not a good team. I mean, the Canucks have not been good, but the they're bad. Yeah, the Canucks finally decided. 
figure out how to Oh my god, that was right? fucking ridiculous. Can I just say that? Holy shit. It took so many I you know how mad I was after all the shots from the Canucks it took to score, and then you guys scored on your eighth shot or something shit like that. Yeah, like it's our eighth shot. But if I'm being honest, by the third period, because the flames were such a drag, I ended up falling asleep during As that game. As you should have. It was fucking bullshit. But, I mean, I fell asleep when it was tied 1-1. I, all I missed was Canucks scoring twice. I'm guessing the third goal was probably MTN. Uh, yes, it was. Yeah, Markstrom only gave up two goals. He played an incredible game because, of course, he plays fucking lights out against the Canucks. Yeah, which is good because I really don't want to put Riddick in that. I'm not too, looking too forward to that. But that's why you bet, spent the big bucks I on think, a good goalie. Yeah, I just kind of wish we kept Talbot instead of Dave Riddick, to be honest. I just think of that yeah. last night. Last night, but this isn't a uh, Calgary Flames and Vancouver Canucks show, but we like to get it out once in a while and we get it play game each other two more times coming up here, so it's going to get excited with Oh, it's going to get heated. I love the Canadian division. I love it so much. But that's all I have. I don't know if Austin has any more surprises. That's, it. that's all I got. We're almost at an hour. I think this might be our longest or second longest episode. I think that hockey one was longer, but we're not done yet. Quick little, we got my stoner statement. We got some hockey stuff, CFL ramblings, and everyone out there, please, so I can start using CFL. Stay stoned, stay safe. Mm-hmm.